All right, welcome to Behind the Glass Gallery Podcast, Episode 3. I am your host, Richard Cologne. Hello, and I'm Kwate Donnell. And we are on our March reception coming right up, uh, and we're back. I, I feel like we're the 90s bulls, right? So we're going back to back to back <laughs> right. uh, with some incredible, incredible uh, photographers again. Yes, um, you know, yes. I, I, like we, we keep mentioning at some point, we'll... We'll kind of pivot a bit, but there's so many amazing photographers here in Rochester that we want to continue to highlight um, their work in a physical space. So taking that work offline, bringing it into um, into the physical space, into a gallery for for folks to enjoy. And you know, we've had two successful months, and I know this third one is going to be just as successful with these three uh, amazing, um, talented, uh, really cool uh, photographers. Yeah, definitely. And um, at the time of this recording, um, our three artists will have their work up inside the gallery. Uh, you can catch them here at the Mercantile on Main. Uh, anytime the gallery is uh, the Mercantile is open, you can uh, stop right into the gallery and check them out. It's not open; just text. Right, Richard. you can text me, yeah, just or text just them. you know, you can directly send them a direct message on all, yep on. Twitter and he'll run down with the keys. Exactly. Yep. I will. No, I won't do that. <laughs> but um, I will do my best to make sure that it will be open for you guys to check it out. Uh, the space uh, at times is rented out for certain events and whatnot, but you're welcome anytime. Uh, it should be open. You guys can just hop in there and just check it out. Um, and um, also, in addition, please uh, subscribe to this current podcast. You know, don't just listen to it. Um, subscribe to the podcast on a monthly basis, you know, to hear uh, what um, the artists have every month uh, to talk about in terms of their medium. Uh, we have today, wow, we have a great bunch, as you said, yeah. uh, Q. We got um, Amber we're James. Remember, we're still trying to stick to the under 45 minutes, so right. we'll, we'll see what happens, yeah, we'll see what happens. with this group. Because um, <laughs> from, from what I hear, we got some talkers today, so we'll see. <laughs> they really want to They really want to shine and talk about, you know, what they have to offer. And they should. And they should, yeah. We, we're going to give them that platform. So, uh, so Krajay, who do we got today? Uh, we've got Andy Mary. Uh, we've got Amber James. And we have Jackie McGriff. Perfect. All right, man. So uh, when we come back, we'll uh, be here with our artists and we'll get to know them a little better. All right, we're back with the Behind the Glass Gallery podcast. And we have our first uh, March gallery artist. And their name is Indy. How are you, Indy? I'm doing well. Doing well today. Awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh, uh, what brings you to the gallery and what you have to offer and um, a little bit about your medium. It's always a loaded question. It's kind of like, what's the meaning of life? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, why are you in Who this gallery? Like, what do you have to offer to life? <laughs> a lot of great questions. Um, so again, my name is Indy, uh, born and raised in Rochester. Um, and I guess I'm a photographer. That's a new label for me. Um why am I in this gallery? Is that the question? What's the meaning of life? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. I, I just like capturing moments. I think I was trying to think about like why I do photography, um, why I like taking pictures. Um, and I just like to carry my camera around with me and just capture moments. I don't think I set out a lot of times to like go and take it. Like I don't go and try to like go and take a picture, go and make a moment. I don't do photo shoots. I just like to have my camera on me to like, to remember times. Um, so that's me. I guess that's what I'm trying to bring to the gallery. Just I've picked a lot of pictures that um, were just spontaneous moments that I just happened to capture and then end up loving later. So, Indy, I just want to pick up on, on something you said there, and I think sometimes we all struggle with it. You said, I, I guess I'm a photographer. Um, is that something that's new to you, like taking photographs, or have you always uh, found yourself capturing these moments, or is that kind of a new expression? It's definitely not new. Like, as long as I can remember, probably since I had my first iPhone, right, I was always taking pictures. Mm -hmm. um, I used to run this Instagram account called Indie Sky Picks back in, like, middle school, um, where I just, like, like up early in the morning trying to catch the bus, like, 6.30. I'm just taking pictures of the sunrise. Um, so, like, I've always been into capturing moments. And it became one-dimensional after a while, huh? Say that again? It became one-dimensional after a while, right? Yeah. You're like, wow, you know what? I don't want to just take pictures of the sky anymore. I want to do other stuff, right? Yeah, I want to, like, branch out of that. And so, like, I've always been taking pictures. Um, 
picked up a camera a couple of times, like a digital camera. But I think when I first, like, when I shot like my first rolls of film, and I was like, "Damn, this is kind of cool." Yeah. Or dang, dang, this is kind of cool. Um, it's it's an adult podcast. You can say dang. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yeah, when I picked up film, I think it kind of changed the way I like looked at like taking pictures and the way I thought about it. It's just like that slower process of like. First, like, you only have a certain amount of pictures you can take. So, like, I can't just, like, you're on your phone, and you're like, oh, let me get it from this angle. Let me get it from this angle. I'm taking, like, ten pictures of the same thing. I'm not doing that with film. I'm, an object has one or two, or right. a moment has one or two pictures, and then I got to move on. Um, and then that, like, process of, like, waiting and then getting your film back, it's like, oh, I'm brought back to that moment that I might not have. I, not, I might not even remembered what was on the roll, but then I get it back, and I'm like, I know exactly where I was when I took this photo. I know exactly why I picked up my camera. Um, how um so you talk about I, I love film photography. Uh what's the oldest role of film that you have? Not in terms of expired, but a role that's in a camera that, you know, took a, a bit of time to come back. Like right now or just ever? Yeah, just like right now or ever, whatever. Um because you you know you talked about that like I have a roll of film I have a camera with a roll of film in it right now I'm not sure when that roll of film went into the camera but oh, yeah. it was more than two years ago yeah. oh. so well, for example me I had three different film cameras that had three different rolls and they haven't been finished yet and I don't remember when so being <laughs> transported back to that time I'm I'm curious you know how far you you've you've gone in that journey yeah so I only well now I have two cameras but I only had one camera for a long time I just bought another camera last week. Um, but I think the longest time, like, a roll sat in my camera was probably, like, three, four months. Yeah. Um, it was just, like, a moment where I just I just wasn't, I wasn't picking up the camera. I wasn't, there was, the motivation wasn't there. I think I was looking at my photos too critically, so I just put, put the camera down for a minute and was like, let me come back to it when I'm ready to, like, <laughs> find joy in this again and be kinder yeah. to myself. That makes sense. Yeah. But having only one camera, I guess I don't, I can't have those, or I now have two, but can't have those moments where like if I if I if a camera if a role is sitting for a while the camera's been sitting for a while yeah um, that makes sense I don't, and I've only been shooting film for the past year so that's all yeah I, I it's interesting you say that because when uh, we were talking about uh, being a part of this show we'd gone to your Instagram in front of you right and we're going through and you were like oh no no stop there and you <laughs> could tell like that was like where it gone from the film to the digital and you're like you've gone far enough yeah. uh but there there are some moments prior to that but it seems like you know you're you're locked into this film phase so that's that's really interesting we'll come back and we'll talk about that uh a little bit more because we'd love to hear you know how you made that transition and, and why amber what about you meaning of life um but <laughs> really James. you know who, who are you and um, and kind of like the opposite of indie like i've done I do primarily primarily live music photography and literally I think I've done it for 13 years now started I think 2009 2010 um but I was like also like indie like I was that person who always always had like uh was it the Kodak disposable cameras that everybody always used like I was always that person that just documented every moment possible and then like one day I remember went to go see like one of my favorite artists and they wanted to see the photos just like on the back of the camera real quick at like a meet and greet and they're like you could they're like you know you could be good at this you could make a career out of this right and I was like that's a thing people do people <laughs> shoot bands they they do this and so like that was just kind of how it started and with kind of like the work that I'm showing in this show, like it's primarily like going, it's like, it's like almost like documenting the rise of somebody, which I've never, in all of like my years of doing this, I've never gotten a chance to like really see like the genuine, almost like the st local kind of thing. And then to where she's going now, like you're just like getting to like kind of document that and be there for it and get to watch it happen in real time. Like literally, I'm getting, I'm getting chills talking about it now. <laughs> um, so like, I think for me, that's like why I've always loved music photography, is getting to like to document those moments because like I've always loved music as well. So it goes hand in hand. Um, for me, and like, I 
hilariously come more from like the very heavy side of music, metalcore, hardcore. So for me, it's like the complete opposite of what I'm used to, but that's what I think I love more about it because like it's still like there's like that same emotion and that same feeling, but in a different form and it's still raw it's still emotion and getting to document it is just amazing that i've been blessed to be able to document the moments that i have so far in rochester and get to be like included in this and chunk of her like like my journey and my career her journey and her career like and the her the her we're, we're talking about is danielle ponder yes that's correct okay uh, and you're giving people a whole new perspective that they actually have never seen. Like yeah. people, you're giving people the opportunity to see, you know, aspects of certain venues and, you know, situations that they probably aren't able to be at, which is actually awesome. You know? Yeah. Cause like I started with a couple like more local, like local things before she really started like pursuing her musical career and then a couple afterwards. And so it's like, so for those who were there for the beginning and then you get to like see to now and just like be able to tell the story that goes along with all of these images. So there's some of them that like, if you were there, you're going to be like, there's a lot more behind the image than if you weren't there, you're not going to know. Um, like one, for example, is um, when we did Daniel Prude's Celebration of Life, she performed like a set, like in the middle of the street block party. And that's one of the photos I have. Um, and it's like, otherwise you're like, oh, okay, she's just on the street performing. But if you know, you know. then you know like a right. whole lot more of what goes into that photo and what happened that day, what had happened previous, et cetera. Um, but yeah, so like, that's like I've, doing music photography is one thing, but like this particular chunk of it is something that like I've never gotten to really witness with any artist I've ever worked with whatsoever. And I think that's really been a new thing for me is getting to actually chart that. I think what's interesting, and you're talking about it a little bit there, is that whole documentation. And I think, you know, we may all share this common thread of, you know, at our core, you know, when we're documenting these moments, we're essentially digging into um, being a photojournalist in some mm -hmm. way, right? So documenting these moments and, and still photography, right? So there's beauty in, in uh, you know, video and things like that, but there's something about you know, those still photographs that, you know, basically freeze frame uh, a moment in time. So like, you know, Indy talking about, you know, digging back into, uh, you know, a film frame, right? And you're, you know, talking about like, you know, here is Danielle in, you know, uh, on the street singing. And, I, you know, I bet you can, you know, look at, the, you remember that moment and where you were and how it tells a, a deeper story. And I know, you know, Jackie also does that, that really well. Um, so it's just an interesting you know, I think some of the best photographers, you know, really dig into photojournalism without necessarily being trained as a, a photojournalist. It's just, you know, something that's natural in, in what you're doing. So that's a that's a really cool vibe. What is what about the, the graphic design uh, side of it? Like, does that do you feel that your photo work is informed by any of your graphic design work or, you know, are they? I feel like a little bit. Because having, I went to school originally for graphic design and like two years in found out I was way better at photography <laughs> than I was graphic design, especially back in like 2009, 10, 11. And, but still like have, it's like a lot of like still knowing kind of how things will maybe used in a design aspect, because like I, we learned a lot about like typography and magazine design and everything. Like way back in the day, I had a nice little like DIY fold over zine that I made as part of an internship on the local music scene, and so like nice. that like kind of just cemented all so many things in my mind about how you want them to fit into something that could be used either as a still. On a, like on a wall or something that could be also incorporated into a, let's say an article or like a flyer for a show, like a art show or 
something of that nature, like kind of just like being mindful of composition, what colors might look good, et cetera. Like making sure you, like for me, it's like making sure you don't cut off any limbs <laughs> is always my, like, that's the one I've drilled into my brain. Um, I'm not always so great at that. <laughs> I'm like, man, they don't, this is weird. Their arm just kind of ends. Like, ends. No big deal. I am very intentional about making sure that their head is still there, but right. sometimes they're, they don't have all of their fingers yeah, and it's, like the, it's not, it's my bad. The, only, like, <laughs> the, the was there, thing, yeah. basically. though, from like my graphic design side that transferred over was, it was almost right after I graduated college. It's like I do had like somehow doodled my logo because Amber James Photography was a very nice, convenient doodle you can make with the initials. And so like I ended up making my own like watermark and logo because we had done a big segment on logo design in one of my graphic design courses and made that logo like 10 years ago. And it's still my logo still and that's rocking. still like, it's gotten me tours. It's gotten me jobs. Like people have known my logo better than they've known me. They'll be like, oh wait, you're the one behind that. Nice. I've seen that on so many photos of all these bands. I know sick. Yeah. We're definitely hiring you. That's awesome. So like, that's been like a nice piece of like consistency. Cause like I put it in the exact same place of the photo and like people see that social media and everything is like, okay, she's done this, this, and this, and this and can chart kind of thing. So that's been, I think would probably be with the graphic design side has been the most, the biggest part that's contributed would be helping me craft my identity almost from the start, like logo wise and branding wise to the point where like 13 years in, I still haven't had to change my logo. Mm -hmm. It's still the exact same. Like maybe I would used to change the year at the bottom, yeah. but like other than that, it's the same thing I've always used. And so that's kind of been nice and helpful to like as I've gone. But yeah, it's like, other than that, it's like just mainly composition and what looks good and colors. I, I only asked that question because I, I, I just think it's an interesting, um, you know, combination. Mm -hmm. So my journey was kind of the opposite. I was interested in photography and writing, worked at a newspaper and ended up being a graphic designer out of necessity in the work. And it does, like it does inform that. So like when I'll take a photograph, sometimes I'm like, oh, this would be a really cool poster because of this negative space. Or let me make sure, you know, I you know, do whatever, because if this is going to be the lead, you know, photograph in an article, like this would look best with, you know, some typeface under there. Sometimes forgetting the limbs, like, you know, where their arms or their hands end. Um, but you know, we're, we're all a work in progress, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Jackie, what about, what about you? What's, what's your story and your, your journey on? Um, you forgot to ask about the meaning of life. Oh which yeah. Is, uh, 42. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, um, Checkers Guide to the Galaxy, that's what that reference is. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I actually started, um, after college, when I decided that, um, so I have a bachelor's degree in meteorology. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was what? To I love this. This is, is awesome. That's why I love See? this podcast so much because you know wow. you'll know someone yeah. for a few years, right? And then you ask them this question yeah. on the podcast, yep. and they come out of left field. Literally, like, that is an amazing <laughs> answer. Because I watched Twister as a kid. Um, and was like, that's what I want to do is chase storms for the rest of my life because I was that child. Um, yeah, I was like, Let, I want to chase tornadoes. Um, and so I grew up with that intention. Is when, your nickname the Extreme Jackie? No. Um, <laughs> it's not. Um, Chris Chiming in, I love I have, it. I have lots of nicknames and that's not one of them. Um, but yeah, so I went to college in Florida um, and went down there with the intention of studying storms and going into that. Um, and then I went through four years of calculus and physics and I was like, I don't think I want to do this um, for, like, for the rest of my life. Um, and so, and it was a... <laughs> I'm still in shock. Yeah, oh my God. there you go. Um, I can't tell you anything about it now. Uh, <laughs> it's been, it's, I graduated in 2010, so. Does it still fascinate you, though? Like, you still follow, like, meteorology and whatnot? Yeah, like, I mean, 
So if someone asked me to go became a meteorologist chase a right. tornado, Podcast. I would definitely be like, no, let's go. Like when um, Twister pops on the TV, you're like, oh, shoot, you get flashbacks. Like, what's going <laughs> Do you have a poster? Right. Do you have a um, poster at home? Is it your no. wallpaper right now? Like, what's going on? Oh, like, my gosh. No, I do. I still am fascinated. I mean, I follow the, like, when the hurricanes, um, you know, when it's hurricane season, mm-hmm. I do follow that just because yeah. I also have friends who live down in Florida. I still have friends in Florida and I'm always worried um concerned for their safety. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, I I am fascinated fascinated by it. But the thing is is like um in college, I think it was like junior year going into senior year, a, a relative of mine was like, well, "Jackie, like you you can't stop talking about you won't shut up about films. You you keep talking about films. Films is your thing. Why like are you still interested in Meteorology, and so like that thought just kept like growing in See, me. See, you know what's funny though? You were like rooted in the wrong thing though. Twister was like your little bridge because it was a movie, yeah. right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I mean, yeah, like. Can you imagine like you're? What if you were like really just rooted into the like the filmography version of what Twister brought? I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, going <laughs> back time, going like, no. The like graphics, so going back, you're the like, cinematography oh. of that, yeah, it was pretty. Like, come on, the cow like, it was, flying. No, it was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it, yeah, was, it was pretty bad beyond its then. time for that. Oh yeah, for, that for year, sure. Right? Remake. We, we need a remake. Go back and look at the trailers back and it's then. It's like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> there should be a podcast just looking at trailers and just critiquing them. I don't know if there is, but just. I mean, yeah. I do have a representation in cinema podcast that I talk about. But anyway, okay, um, okay. Plug. Yeah. plug it. We're plug talking it. about movies. That's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, no, so I had a, uh, but again, growing up, so like with just that interest in whether I also had this, uh, so I had a paternal grandmother who had her own dark room. Um, so Clutch. I remember she would like, she would come over our house and she would like chase us around the yard because she had this camera that she wanted to take photos and she tried to pose us and all these things. Um, and we just, we were just kids. We were like, we wanted to just be outside and play. And she'd be like, no, I need to like pose you and everything and you do this and do that. <laughs> and so like, I didn't really have a, uh, like an interest in photography when growing up. Cause again, I was all about weather and, and movies. Um, but I think so after she passed, Whatever she had sparked in me um, with photography uh, just took off. And so uh, there was this, uh, at a former church of mine, there was a photographer um, who was teaching uh, courses about, you know, landscape photography. And so he's going through, you know, all these different things. He's like, if you're really serious about taking photos, you know, you get a DSLR camera and you just start taking photos. And so that's what I did. Um, and then I was searching for, um, a photographer to take our Christmas photos, our family Christmas photos. And so my family was like, um, well, let's just like go to Walmart or Target. I was like, no, we're going to go find an, an actual photographer. <laughs> we're going to go find someone who owns a photography business and we're going to give them the money, put the money back into the academy. Um, cause even then I was like for small business and, uh, <laughs> She just made us laugh the entire time. She made us feel good. And then at the end of the session, she's like, uh, I think you should, I, or I think, well, she was talking about her, like, mentorship program. And then I remember my cousin elbowing me, and she'd be like, no, Jackie, you need to get into that. And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I was taking a few <laughs> sessions um, with her, and then at the end of one of the sessions, she was like, I, Jackie, I think you have an eye for this. I think you should go into photography like as a business and I was not thinking about a business at all. I was like, I'm in this weird place of like, okay, I graduated college. Don't really want to go into meteorology, like meteorology anymore. I'm also starting to think more on film. Cause at this time I'm also working on like film sets and stuff while holding down like part-time jobs. So I'm in this very weird place. And then all of a sudden she's like, you should start a business. And I was like, I, okay, um, ma'am, <laughs> like, I'm not sure I should do this. Um, and no, she was like, no, go for it. So that's what I did. That was back in, and then it was back in like 2016. So again, I was just like someone without a whole lot of direction. And so that's what I started doing. I, so I'm a portrait photographer. Um, 
and I do like so high school seniors and headshots and all that and I've been doing that now for like I said six years five if you don't count 2020 because 2020 is kind of a wash um 2020 yeah. counts as five years <laughs> like by itself right yeah <laughs> yes sure. so 2020 been, plus been, five uh, right. <laughs> photographing people for longer yeah. um but <laughs> yeah uh, but the thing is, so, cause, so now I'm a full-time photographer. I just made the leap back in Which is uh, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So mid-September last year, uh, I was like, I, I just need, I need to leave my, my full-time job because it just was not serving me. There was a whole bunch of other stuff I could get into, but I made the decision, um, to leave and then. Yeah, and she made a decision to leave and we found out we were working the same yeah, right. On the on campus together. I'm so mad about this. Right. Um, <laughs> literally for Carpooling. Didn't even know. Right. <laughs> so many opportunities. Literally just messaged her in our like Zoom network. Yeah. It was like, yo, like literally we really could have been <laughs> hanging or right. something. <laughs> but sorry. Whatever. Um, <laughs> another story. Sorry. For sorry. another day. Um no, I'm just messing. But um, no, but we had a great discussion at that time, which was great because I really feel like uh people and I think you're a great, you know, story for that because sometimes people feel like when they get to a point, they have to settle. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like they already had their mindset on, okay, yeah. I've already rooted myself into what I want to do, mm-hmm. meteorology. A lot of yeah. people that I, you know, undergrads that I help in, you know, at U of R, they have their mindset on a certain major, on a certain, you know, life yeah. or a certain journey. And you're, you you don't have to settle on that, you know. And yeah. if you feel like your heart is in something else and you feel like, you know what, my i'm leaning towards this i'm not okay with that go for that mm-hmm. you know it could it may be a harder journey than where you just came from but you're going to feel a lot better once you start going that route and mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting because it's yeah. life is too short sometimes oh, and sure. i think what what i picked up on each of um your your introductions there is you know someone at some point said something to you yep. that allowed you to pivot a bit whether it was pivot for um, you know, as part of a you know, continued passion or pivot from something that maybe you didn't you didn't think so much about. Someone was like, hey, I, I think you have a good eye for it. And that's one of those things. And, you know, people that know me well know that I personally struggle with the title photographer because, you know, it's just there. It's not like a doctor where you have to go to school, but sometimes you're like, well, you know, geez, this person's really good at photography. They went and learned all these things and I'm like kind of monkeying around and sometimes I'm lucky uh, and it works out. But, you know, you, you made that point there, uh, Jackie, and, and um, actually everyone really made that point about the eye, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's just about the eye and, you know, Indy talking about the Indy sky pics, um, <laughs> which I think is just a really cool name. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was the eye for, you know, these, the, the sunrise, right. And, or, you know, you know, turning your camera over and someone saying, wow, like these are some really cool concert picks. Like you can do this if you really want to, or, you know, that one line that you, you said there, uh, Jackie, you know, when you went to that photographer and during that session, Mm -hmm. the, the, the feeling was they made you feel good. They made the family feel good. And I think, you know, most people will say that about your photography as well. Uh, Chris is in the studio now. I know he's had he's done some headshots with you. Some other mm-hmm. folks have done some headshots, and um, you have this 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 thought of a person will be like, I feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. sitting for a photograph, oh, for sure. and I don't really like the way I'm photographed. But I need a headshot for some reason, right, or mm-hmm. for a family function or for something, mm-hmm. and. Um, you make people feel comfortable. You make mm-hmm. people feel in this moment. Yeah. And I think that's what's beautiful about your work, but really beautiful about, you know, all of the work here, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Amber talking about the rise of uh, Danielle Ponder and making, there's some comfort there, right? Some, mm-hmm. some, you know, probably that first frame isn't as cool as that last frame because you could tell the growth in, in, in both of you uh, or Indy going back to those uh, film shots and saying, like, you know, someone felt yeah. chill in this moment or I felt chill in this right. moment. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what's in the gallery? So, like, we're talking, obviously, like, about some of some of which we're talking about is portrait photography. So what I'm actually featuring in the um, gallery is not portrait photography. Mm-hmm. Um so for me, you gotta let them know you got a lot of baggage bags of tricks, right? Like, <laughs> right. don't well, let folks think that we're we're one dimensional. Right. And I think that's yeah, what's beautiful about yeah. all of the work. Well, and the 
and that's the thing is like so back when I had made the leap um to go full time it was then now okay how do I balance like taking photos for myself versus taking photos you know for a job mm -hmm. right um mm -hmm. so of course like you know, you got to give the people, you know, what they want. I'm in the studio making people feel comfortable because, of course, that's the only way you're going to get genuine, you know, photos out of people. But then it's like, okay. So after I've done all of that, though, like, there is a moment or several moments where you feel like I need to do something for me. I need to do something creative. Um, and so for, for me, um, and we've talked about this many times, but for me, uh, photography is, is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I, so I think, so last week, and you'll see one of these photos in the gallery last week, um, some, like some, some trauma like had, had come up, um, you know, from, from the past and everything. And I was just like feeling all these feelings and I needed to get out of my apartment. Um, and so I, one of my favorite places to photograph is coming nature center and out, out in Naples. Um, because literally when you look up in these really tall trees and when you look up, um, you can kind of see the trees swaying back and forth. And it is like the most for anyone who's never been there, like or even if you have been there, like just go because all you have to do is look up at the top of the trees and the way that they're swaying is very just like it just you just feel relaxed. Um, and so for me. Like, this was a chance, the gallery was a chance to show people, like, another side of my photography, where it's just looking into, like, resting, because that's been a huge theme for me, especially, again, like, being an entrepreneur, um, finding rest, you know, um, with being so busy. Yeah, finding that, like, you know, because you're running your own business, yeah. it's people, I think, and I've, I've run my own in the past, people are like, oh, you're, you're accessible, all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, no. no, no <laughs> I have office hours no. too. I don't work on Sundays. Right. You can't send me a message at midnight that I'll respond yeah, to. Um, so I, I, I yeah. think that's important. And I love, you know, the, the idea of that. And I've seen, you know, some of the, the nature mm -hmm. um, photography or some of the like rest and relaxation. Because you're right. When you're on that wheel of I need to produce income, yeah. but also make this person happy. What? what photography is for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, um, I think that's super important. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll kind of pivot here a little bit. I know we, we talked a little bit about why you picked up the camera and, and all those other things. Um, but why do you, why do you love it? Like what's, and that's for everyone. Like, why, why do you love photography? This is a loaded question. <laughs> and I, I, I'll, I'll start cause you know, I, kind of bridging from from Jackie there for me photography has always been some level of release some level of um relaxation even though you know you're I've done concert photography right you're in the mix like you're trying to get some photos or I'm you know documenting some things but it's something about when my eye looks through that viewfinder like the world just gets a little bit quiet you know all of the things that are happening maybe are not so important uh, anymore but why do you love it Andy? Yeah, I think, um, Jackie, when you were talking about, like, your maternal grandmother and, like, mm -hmm. how she always picked up the camera and taking pictures of you guys reminded me of, um, my mom is, like, was, like, the family photographer. Um, and that there was, like, a couple months where I, like, put down the camera for a while. I was, like, with my grandma at the house and, like, going through a bunch of old photos. And I was just, like, looking through some of the photos my mom took at, like, graduations. a picture of me with my great-grandmother as a baby. And I was just, like, it reminded me why I love it. I think it's just, like it's special to like have those pictures, right? It's, it's special to like be able to go back to those moments. Um, and it just, when I saw those pictures, it reminded me like I'm in a tradition of it. Um, like, it's not just like I picked up the camera and maybe like I have an eye for photography and it just, the skills that I've built, no, I feel like it came from my mom. It's been passed down through me. Um, so I think that's why I love it. It just connects me back to my family. It's like a moment. I, I just like what you're talking about, like just having those like being able to like take pictures of your family, right? Like now I'm like the family photographer, and if <laughs> you're almost time, yeah, you're never yeah. in the photos though. Exactly, because right. I I think right. I, I, maybe maybe many folks around this 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 circle right now are the family photographer that's never in the photo, or if you're in a photo, you're like, why did you take the photo that way? Right. Why, what are you doing? I handed well, I you the camera. That. All you had to that. do is hit the button. Delete what is it. going on? Delete that right now. <laughs> 
photographer for like a headshot is terrible because it's like we don't have any pictures of ourselves. Right, we don't. We're always behind the camera. Yeah, I, I think Amber's is right. Going like, hi, does a snapshot yeah. selfie work? Yeah, it works. <laughs> I love the filter. It was great. <laughs> for sure. Um, I was saying like I think going off of what you said about like the release that it is that's a big thing for me because um, like you have your some artists like where it's like the absolute chaos like literally one memory I have is like in the pre Panini times. Uh, the what? The <laughs> like the sandwich? I don't call it the pandemic anymore. It's oh, I thought we were talking about a sandwich, and I got really hungry. Got it. Got it. I thought we were getting sandwiches. I was shooting in Ohio, and like one of my favorite artists and bands, it's Jason from Fever Three Three Three. I remember like it's at like the Ohio University Stadium, like chasing him down to get this photo. So there's the chaos which I love because, you know, ADHD, dopamine-seeking, adrenaline, all of that. But, like, on the other side of it, it's, like, with somebody like Dee, like, taking her photo, like, it's the complete opposite. Like, it's, like, watching in the camera is almost like it's, like, a calm that you feel, like, watching her perform. Like, I think, for me, it was, like, I always said, like, I remember the the church gig she did. It was, like, just, like, I remember taking the photo and it was just, like, almost, like, everything else like just kind of fades to the background and I'm like I'm remember telling people I'm like this is I'm literally watching this generations like Aretha Franklin or Diana Ross like in the before times right now like this is insane to me um and like another thing is like as we're talking about bags of tricks another thing I love doing is seascape photography so all those times when they're like Please don't go to Lake Ontario because of high wind warnings. <laughs> That's when I'm going to the lake. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, like, I love, like, I have, like, the apps that tell you when, like, there's, like, giant waves and everything. And, like, recently I went a couple weeks ago, like, an hour and change out beyond, like, Sodus Bay. And for the first time in ages. And I remember sitting down on, like, this, like, jetty of rocks. And there was, like, these huge waves crashing on the shore. Like, some of the biggest waves I've seen in ages that I've taken photos of. And it's just the immense peace I felt. Like, it's like there's that chaos out there. But, like, just it was so peaceful just sitting there taking photos of these waves. There's, like, literally nobody else, obviously, for miles. Because nobody else is that insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a reason why Fairhaven Marina had to rebuild their uh, pier. Um, <laughs> but like, that was like, it's the same thing as like that release, that calmness you go for just like, cause like for me, it's like having like also talking kind of with the ADHD, you always sit there feeling like that, the crazy racing brain thoughts, like, right. and so like going out and getting to do that, it's like one of the first few times, like I remember the first few times I went out and took photos of waves at like the Charlotte pier in 2020. Cause I was like working in the music industry it's like well or 2021 i'm like well there's nobody to take photos of like there's no shows there's no tours mm-hmm. like right. and going out to charlotte pier and i remember like because everybody's just like try meditation try. i'm like no <laughs> that, that doesn't work for me <laughs> no. no and but then I, and then i remember this one time just like focusing on this one like rock outcropping where these waves were crashing and just waiting for like the perfect waves to hit this rock and like that was like the first time where i remember like literally like everything else zoned out yeah. and i just zoned into this one and like to the point where like i remember like afterwards i had to be like five ten minutes that i was doing this and like literally is almost like that exaggerated like whoop, like having to zone back in like almost like everything's like you're in like a backwards like hyperdrive like whoop, like people were walking past me i was I'm like oh hi everyone don't don't mind me <laughs> staring at these rocks with these waves but um so it's definitely like i'll use that a lot of times like if i on a day i feel like really like crazy brain i'll bring up my app to be like all right can i find some waves somewhere can i find some angry water i'm gonna <laughs> go there and that's we're gonna release it into the water and see what happens um that's really great that you brought up the release because a, a big part of my mental health journey was taking pictures and starting to document that. And uh, Kwaje and I, we actually had that connection starting off with just taking photos for like mental health reasons and whatnot. And what I started to do 
was when I had these big mental health issues and these situations that I didn't want to be a part of anymore that were really like tormenting, tormenting my soul in a way. I would document certain things on my photo walks and I would just have them in my camera roll. And then when I would go home and I would, you know, relive them on my phone, I would delete them almost like trying to, in a way, get rid of those thoughts that I had while I was walking with them. Um, And of course, there's times where, you know, I have the opposite where I would utilize that mental health walk to keep those photos to, you know, utilize it as a time of triumph, which was pretty great. But yeah, definitely. uh, I love that you mentioned that release portion because it really does feel like that at times where, you know, when you need that mental health break and you go out and you're like, wow, let me just go, you know, in your instance, you know, shooting waves. Let me go out for me, street photography. Let me go out at, you know, 10 o'clock at night, shoot some street lights or whatnot. Um, but it's great because we all have different types of ways to actually find a way to, you know, use our craft to like cater to our own mental health and our own, you know, our own skill set. What I think is interesting about it, too, is, you know, at our core and, and regardless if, you know, you're, you're doing this work full time, but at our core, it's because we love it. Right. And it's because we have this this passion for it, which I think is is super important. And you can tell sometimes and, you know, this isn't to you know diminish other folks work, but you can tell sometimes when someone maybe is not as passionate about, um, you know, something that they're doing. And that's maybe when it's time to, to pivot, as I think we all we talk all talked about here. Um, but I, I think that's just a, an important journey. And, you know, there are times and, you know, Richard, you, you may delete them, but there are times where I look and I'm like, ah, this photo is not really what I wanted. But I remember how it made me feel in that moment because it allowed me to relax. It allowed me to, you know, not think and, you know, going back to the panini, not the sandwich, but the, <laughs> the other thing. Um, part of my journey during that point was, you know, I couldn't photograph people you know, doing certain things. So I just drove down the street and would roll down my window at, uh, you know, and I did what I called, you know, driver's side, driver's side social distance and photography. And so mm-hmm. I would just capture these moments. And it was intentionally framed with the window in mind so that, you know, I kind of encourage other folks to get out and, you know, you can do this in your car, you can be safe. Um, but it allowed me to like decompress. And, you know, some of my work that people are most familiar with came during that that period of time. Jackie, what about you? Why do you love it? Um, so, of course, like, there are different reasons, depending on the genre. Um, so, one of the... That was interesting, Richard. If you, like, you're pointing out, so there's some photos that you delete and there's some that you keep, um, like, to remind you of things. One of So, one of those photos, for me, is in the gallery. Um, or um and uh just like remember like reminding me of like this rest that i took as part of like again like these traumatic moments that i was remembering um but like landscape photography is very much that like it's i love it because it brings me it's one of the ways that one of the things that brings me peace um going back to portrait photography um i do it because i hate i hate 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 self-deprecating humor I like I I don't like it when someone's talking negatively about themselves especially when it has to do with their looks um I'm giving you the stare I mean like I'm giving the stare down as soon as as soon as you say something negative about yourself I'm like absolutely not and then I will immediately be like no you're gonna come into the studio we're gonna do a few photos because that's how I that's how I started I remember being just at my lowest point um the lowest point I've ever been um and it was because like I just hated the way I looked and the way one of the ways in which I got out of that was taking selfies I would just take selfies until like I actually liked the photo um so I would have them on my phone just for me and then after a while like I started putting like selfies that I would take I would start putting them on social media um, and then, of course, like I was, of course, then when I was developing, you know, my eye for photography and everything, that's what I started to do. I was mentoring teens at the time, and these girls were um, talking about themselves in a negative way. And I was like, absolutely not. You're going to come into the studio, and we're going to take a few photos. That's actually how I started jacket photography, um, was like I was giving um, these teen girls a free, like a free photo shoot. I had them come in, we took a few photos, and then I printed out their favorite and I was like okay I need you to hang this somewhere we're gonna see every day 
Um, so you're reminded of the beautiful person you are. Um, and so that's what I do every time. I, if I had a dime for any time, especially women, a, a dime for every time woman comes in, I haven't even picked up the camera yet. And they're like, I don't like taking photos of myself. I hate the way I look. All these different things. And I was like, okay, we're going to stop this right now. Okay. Like this is, this is unacceptable. You're a beautiful person. And I'm going to show you how. And the thing is, it's like the moment that I show them the back of my camera and they're like, that's me. But like in a like in a positive way, they're like, they can't believe that the photo is them. I'm like, yeah, no, that's you. I feel like I've done my part. Mm. Um, so anytime someone like any gender is, is like saying something terrible about themselves, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. we're not doing this today. Um, you're coming to the studio. We're getting some photos done. Um, and that's that's why I love it, because it makes it like it, it's a way to encourage people. Um, it's a way for people to see themselves as beautiful. Um, and that's what I really, that's what I really love about portrait. Yeah. Jackie, that is really beautiful. <laughs> like that is so yeah. beautiful to hear. And I think it's like so important, like as in the work that you're doing, cause I've done a couple like photo shoots, grad, mm -hmm. it's like, and that's what it is. Like it's mm -hmm. a bunch of self-deprecating humor or people yeah. like really self-conscious. And I think it's just so important. Like the reason that you're going into this is to like combat that, especially for like women and girls. Like yeah. that's so important. It's just really beautiful to hear you say that. <laughs> I agree. All right, so we've had some great discussions today, and we're just going to wrap it up now. And I think the best thing right now to do is just to let people know where we could find you guys. Um, so we'll start right now with Indy. So you guys can find me on Instagram at Indy Maring, I-N-D-Y-M-A-R-I-N-G. Um, I'll soon have a website up. Um, but, and you can find me at the gallery Friday, March 3rd, 6 to 8. Um... You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Amber James Photo, A-M-B-E-R-J-A-M-E-S, Photo. And then my website is also AmberJamesPhoto.com. Thankfully, I got to have that nice branding all the way through. Um, and I really don't use my Facebook page anymore, so it's just Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> uh, so you can find me at uh, Jackie Photographs, so that's plural, dot com. Um, at my website, and then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Jackie Photography ROC. Um, I'm on Twitter at J Photography ROC. Could not get the Jackie Photography for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I can also not. I could not get my branding for uh, for my website like as Jackie Photography. It was apparently like four grand to get the website, so I was like, no, I'm just gonna go with Jackie Photographs. It was like, I used to be Amber James Photography mm. way back in the beginning. And then for some reason, I can't remember why my like domain name lapsed. And then when I went to try and get it back, it was like one of those times where like somebody in like over in Asia had like, had like, did like the, those claims that they do on yeah. names and like want you to pay like a ridiculous amount right. to get them back. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, first off, like, why do y'all want to sit on that? Like that address <laughs> name, like, it's not like it's. Wow. Like, <laughs> an important thing but okay and that was kind of like what led me to going with amber james photo yeah. amber james photo first was the website and then i rem I had to like then i rebranded twitter and instagram slowly but surely just because like those names were very hard for people to remember mm -hmm. when tagging yeah so thankfully i was able to make it very on brand for like everything for helping people remember yeah. um but yeah like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I understand that struggle where you're just like, yeah. you want 10000 for what? What? Yeah. No. no. I'll just go make up a new name. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Jackie, I'm pretty sure you have more to talk about. Right. So, because I, <laughs> I don't do this enough. Thank you, Richard. Um, I, so, as I mentioned before in the podcast, I... Uh, I'm also a filmmaker, and so I own a production company. It's called Our Voices Project, where we share the experiences <laughs> of black, brown, indigenous people. You can find us at ourvoicesproject.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and we also have a podcast. It's called Representation in Cinema, where we talk about how black, brown, indigenous people are portrayed in film, um, which is actually also done in the studio. 
So wow, lots of plugs. Yes. <laughs> uh, didn't you start something else too? I mean, oh, come on. Oh my god. <laughs> what else? I'm giving, what you the stage. I'm giving you the stage. Go for it. What did I not? What What did I start? Well, Jackie also records another podcast oh called god, "We yeah. Need to Talk About the Oscars." Hosted by the um, wildly voluminously talking Mike Hontone <laughs> and the genius Jason. Um, so they, they host that as well. It's been delightful to listen to so far. Yeah, we're going through all the categories of the Oscars. It is, I, I don't know, man. Um, it is, it, listen, we're going, it, is, it is tiring because this year's movies, um, well, you hear about it on the podcast. I'm starting to hate movies. Um, I, I love movies, but oh my God. Anyway, that's it. So just so you guys know, she has a cot right behind her where she sleeps. <laughs> she can just wake up and just record on the fly because she's got so many podcasts. Yeah, we're going to leave. She's going to start she, recording the show. She has a room rented out on the, you know, over here. So, <laughs> And lastly here, we have Chris here, who's gonna, he's our producer here, so he'll talk a little bit. Hey, everybody. Uh, just wanted to say thank you for coming over. I uh, really love hosting this and representation cinema here uh, at the Food About Town studio. Uh, so definitely, you know, subscribe to that. It's a, That's a great listen. And if you're not subscribed to this, please do. Uh, my stuff, uh, I host the Food About Town podcast out of here where I interview people locally about food. And then also some life stuff coming up, trying to be a little more transparent about my journey and all those things as well. And I also am one of the co-founders of Nominate Meals, where you can uh, buy a meal for two for $35. We have pickups at Three Heads every other week, where you get to support a small minority-owned restaurant every time. Basically, we buy from one place every event, treat them equitably where they get to make good money. We make a little bit, and you get a fun experience. And you get to learn about all the amazing foods here in Rochester, from Syrian to Nigerian to Dominican to Korean, anything and everything Rochester has to offer. We bring it to you. You don't have to do the work, and you get to really know what Rochester is all about instead of just fine dining and chain restaurants. So hopefully everybody can join us for that. Uh, NominateMeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event. So now we're all hungry. <laughs> Mr. Podcast Voice over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jeez. actually one of my favorite parts of the never, podcast. Like, <laughs> I love it. Never follow. He's, he's and then we also want to plug, uh, we also want to plug Behind the Glass yeah, Rock for sure. uh, on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. So follow along um, as we you know, highlight not only the artists that are in the space, but just uh, some of the artists uh, in general. Yeah, for sure. And um, definitely keep in touch with the artists that we have on the previous months. We got uh, something special in the line for down the road for um, our artists that um, that are in the gallery after they leave, uh, you know, after they leave the space. Uh, we got something down the road that we're going to try and do something special for them. So please uh, keep in touch with them and keep supporting them. Keep supporting underrepresented artists in the city of Rochester. Um, at the time of this recording, uh, that's when their um, their work should be up in the gallery. So please, anytime the Mercantile on Main is open, uh, you're welcome to stop by and check out their art. And remember, uh, Richard has the keys. Yes. <laughs> Just I kidding. I totally have the keys. No, I do not have the keys. Uh, but yes, we appreciate you guys all for supporting uh, local underrepresented artists. And as always, uh, please... Um, support the local arts here in Rochester. Thank you guys and take care. Thank you.